0: Welcome to episode number 14. Everyone is battling something.
1: This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views.
0: All right, you are now tuned in to episode number 14. Everyone is battling something. This is the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I am here with the entire crew. That's right. We have Gabe, Goose, Heck, and Manny. And if you are new to the podcast, we want to thank you. We want to welcome you. Uh, We encourage you to download and subscribe. Every Tuesday morning, we have a new episode that is released for your listening and educational pleasure um, and how we kick off every podcast, every episode, is with a brief description and then a little story. So, in this episode, everyone is battling something. We discuss life struggles and during the battle, being sensitive to certain situations, having empathy, and handling the struggle in front of our children. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Pope Paul VI and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. So, let's jump right into the story it's titled Everyone Has a Story in Life. This is a short story written by livin3.com, that's L I V I N the number 3.com. So, story goes like this. A 24-year-old boy, seeing out from the train's window, shouted, "Dad, look, the trees are going behind!" Dad smiled, and a young couple sitting nearby looked at the 24-year-old's childish behavior with pity. Suddenly, he again exclaimed, Dad, look, the clouds are running with us. The couple couldn't resist and said to the old man, why don't you take your son to a good doctor? The old man smiled and said, I did. We're just coming home from the hospital. My son was blind from birth and he just got his eyes today. Every single person on the planet has a story. Don't judge people before you truly know them. The truth might surprise you. Wow. Wow. So wow. Th- that story is, uh, there, well, first of all, there's like multiple layers to uh, feeling some type of way, um, but everyone is battling something is the topic, and uh, it's very interesting uh, and easy for us, just as humans, to make judgments on uh, people without getting the full picture. And we say this, we said this before on certain topics, but this one's interesting uh, related to someone's, you know... One of their senses which is incredible um and since he was a 24 year old boy they just thought that this kid this is act this man is acting childish yeah uh and then when you get the full scoop as to what's going on it's kind of one of those things like what would you say if you were on the train for the first time that you could actually see and what's going on
2: this is crazy like some people didn't know the situation, and right away they're like, "Oh, we can get you a good. You should go take your son to see a good doctor." How yeah. rude is that? Like, you don't know this kid. There's, there's obviously a reason, and who are you to judge and say, "Hey, you know, your kid's a little off. So you should go get them checked out." I mean, they're, <laughs> like, they're, they're. basically that's what they were saying. Like, yeah, exactly. Obviously, the father knows what's going on with his son.
3: I think that's what that's what gave the answer, though. I mean, his response was very it what it, scene, it seemed. Yeah, Mellow, yeah. cool, like. Listen, man. If, if you if you were going through, what he's going through. You'd be the same way. So it was very kind of relaxed, cool, kind of under control. But most well, people might like, snap.
4: Probably because he's been dealing for the past twenty four years. That's true. That's no, true. Yeah, it's true. Knows, he already expect like expects what to. To say or do right at that time.
0: I think it's more powerful, too, that you drop a sledgehammer of a remark in such tranquility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm That's saying? That's the best way absolutely. to drop a bomb. Like, yeah, it's like let that sit on your brain for the rest <laughs> of your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> how you. Obviously, yeah. you'll never forget yeah, that. Yeah, never. You know what never. I mean? Oh, we just recommended a doctor for a person who's actually happy about seeing stuff yeah. that, honestly, we take for granted. Yeah, absolutely.
4: You know is I mean? It is uh, true. It is.
0: The other thing that we like to do is kind of put some definitions out there um, to, to really encapsulate what we're trying to uh, discuss and, and stay on topic. So the first one is, uh, this is defined by uh, dictionary.com, battle. Battle is defined as any conflict or struggle. And then the definition for struggle is a task or a goal requiring much effort to accomplish or achieve. Um, I know when I was studying in the personal development, well, I still am. But when I began, I found it very helpful uh, to actually look words up that I thought I knew, and Shit. quite surprising. Um, educated myself on <laughs> words, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, Cause you know, because it them puts wrong. it so yeah. You mush words <laughs> together. Yeah. For every exam was like battle and struggle. Uh, they are different words, but then sometimes you could say like, oh, okay, so then what's a conflict or oh, okay then... But if you actually start reading what their definitions are, a lot of times um, you'll you'll get the difference uh, and it'd be very clear. And it's not something that you expect either. All right. So with that in mind, um, everyone's battling something. Uh, We'll jump into our questionable segment, which is, this is for the whole crew, in your life, what is one of your biggest battles you currently face or have faced in the past uh, maybe something you wish people would have known, or have been more sensitive towards. For for me, it's not
3: a, like I don't wish any <laughs> pity, or if people would know. Uh, but something that I'm, you know, currently battling is uh, the fact that uh, I'm inevitably going to take the burden financially of taking care of my parents. Mm. Um, you know, they're going through. I know my mom has some health issues, and my father faces some issues. Which will kind of shorten their work careers. Um, And, you know, and I have, I've kind of assumed the role. I I don't even know. I think it's almost self um, inflicted on my part, but I've taken that on, kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel like, well, I kind of, I can see how this movie's going to end. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm taking that on. So every decision that I make, whether it be for my career, uh, for work, or whatever, it's it's always multi-layered. It's not just what's best for me or my immediate family. It's for the the bigger picture. Uh, it's for can I get home quick enough? Can I can I be there at a, at a you know reasonable time? Can I take said person to the doctors at this point? Um, so any decision that I make currently, uh kind of passed up a, a job offer or two um, to stay home and know that unfo- you know unfortunately, but fortunately, I'll be able to stay home and and help uh, with with what's you know, likely going to ensue, so. But no well, no pity, but that's just something I, I face,
0: um, you know, a battle that I face. Now, is is that something that um, you want to take on as well? Because it, it seems like sometimes you want to do it, it's just the uncertainty is kind of like, you know, makes you uh, uh, wondering. I guess you're kind of just in the, in, the, in, in the dark as to, well, how's this going to pan out or whatever. But then at the same time, it's kind of uh, good that you know ahead of time and you yeah, can somewhat yeah. plan.
3: Yeah, 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 and it's, it's for me, it's, it's hoping for the best, but planning for the worst type thing. Parents would never ask me to do such a thing. Right. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you, everybody has parents, and uh, I would love to afford them opportunities or give them help or assistance that, you know, if they do need it, I'll be there to, to kinda help Uh, facilitate that or at least be able to, you know, make set amount of money to to, to make that happen. Um, So I don't know. Right now, it's it's kind of new. It's something that I'm just kind of over the last couple of months been kind of taking in and starting to realize and digesting Um, and something that I've spoken to my wife about. So moving forward, that'll be kind of another factor uh, thinking about career opportunities or being, you know, being able to move or upward mobility. So um, but yeah, that's that. Is that
0: something it. that you get see counsel for? Is that something that you're just gonna try to figure out? Is that? I mean, I don't know how it work. I don't know. Qu- like-
3: Questions that come along, I'll ask somebody who might be in that situation. I don't know anybody yeah. personally, um you know. And for me, it's just at a point. You ask, like, I think about asking, and it's just like I don't know. Right now, my mindset is just like just kind of man up and whatever happens or whatever you need to do, just do it type thing. That's kind of the mentality. It's almost very competitive kind of, you know, when you're out in the competitive ball field, you get anxious and you want to just do it. So at this point, I'm just, just do it. I'm not thinking about anything else.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's, is is everyone have that in the back of their mind? I always thought like kids would eventually have to like do some step up in some form, maybe not as much as what Manny's saying, but uh, is that something natural, or is that something that only responsible people think of? I mean, I, I would think it's natural. Yeah, everybody
3: wants to buy a house for their yeah. mom, right? I mean, or the car or something. That that's kind of yeah, the absolutely. big dream growing up. So I'm going to buy my mom a house. Um, and that was one for me. Yeah. And then as I got older, it's like, man, that's unless I sign a <laughs> baseball contract or do something amazing, that's probably not going to happen. Um, but as you get older and kind of mature, you can you can kind of see like I'm. I'm 30. Like, ugh, there's really not that much time. My sweet spot for the, let's just say between your 20s into your 40s is you still got the energy. You're still sharp enough. I mean, if it's gonna happen, it's. I mean, you can always do it later in life, but this is kind of the best time for it to happen because you're sharp. You still have the energy to do all of that, and then you kind of reap the benefits
0: later down the road. Gotcha.
3: So your thing is more at
0: this point is like financially finding cushion, or is it? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. 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 Security. Um, cushion the upward mobility to obviously the more responsibility you take on, the the, the larger the paycheck. Um, so just kind of building, prepping myself. This is all practice. Everything I do now is for the next step, you know, this right. is just part of the repertoire. This is kind of sh- sharpening my sword here as, you know, before I go into battle, I'll have everything. So when I do step into the arena, I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah. And there's mistakes you're going to make. Oh, and, absolutely. And you're better off making them now than when sure. you're actually, you know, going through, you know, through that certain situation. Absolutely. You, know, you don't have the ability or the
1: health to, to change things. Right.
0: right. Yeah. Because we've seen, we've seen that uh, also unfold, whether it's friends, family, or just, you know, maybe a story that you heard where you have this healthy as a horse Male or female, whatever, and they're making great money, and all of a sudden, boom, they go down for whatever reason, whether it's a health reason, they, you know, the their their job site shuts down or whatever, right. and all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, this like super powerful person that we knew is just now is almost like needs help, right. and it's just weird seeing mm. that transition, mm-hmm. and it stinks, um, and I'm not sure, uh, you know, what you know, I'm sure there's a, a solution to that's specific for each person. It's not like a, you know, obviously people say, well, oh, everyone just keep stockpiling money. But yeah. every situation is <laughs> right. so different. Right. Like, perfect example, like me and my wife, like we got hit with um, so many medical bills in like a two-month span. That was only for two months. They mm-hmm. were like, uh, it was right during Christmas time. And I'm like, what in the world is going on right now? And it was just like, dude, imagine when... <laughs> That was just two months, and none of us were really sick. It was just that's what it cost right. for me to go in and out, uh, you know, to specialists and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is my the the battle that I wanted to talk about, which was um, like a digestion problem, whatever. It's like a health thing, um, but it's it's funny because not a lot of you know, not a, there's not a lot of awareness. There's not a lot of um, uh, I, I educated people out there to to I guess inform other people that you know not everyone can eat certain foods because I didn't know that and then all of a sudden now you see like a news all these kids have allergies they're allergic to everything and I don't know if the human race itself is evolving into something else and I know we're all kind of tolerant to certain things but yeah then I just realized that I was there was certain foods that I was eating that was destroying my stomach like pain pain after pain I'm like what is going on so that's when I went to all his specialists and all his and man they checked Uh, everything and they said there's nothing wrong with you it's you're definitely in uh you're eating something that's bothering your stomach you have to figure out what it is and then I have to do this little diary daily diary this food diary they call it and uh really hone in on specific foods and what's bothering you so we started finding like a you know a couple of the culprits or whatever and I feel a lot better I have a lot more energy um it stinks though, man, because it's, it's one of those things where you're kind of like, perfect example was like yesterday was 4th of July. Uh, my mom had us over for, you know, the parade at her house and you come back to the house and it's like, Dunkin' Donuts, there's donuts out there. There's uh Dunkin' Donuts, the big bagels with the cream cheese. And you're like, dude, this is amazing. And I feel like, and I don't know if it's just because me, I guess at you know, for, for being ungrateful at times or whatever, not realizing how awesome that stuff is right, tasting. Right, right, right. And I was like, dude, if I eat that, I would, my stomach would be demolished. Yeah, um, There's certain like breads, like I have to eat like gluten-free stuff or whatever. And uh, I mean, I can sneak in stuff here and there, but for the most part, if I want to be like hurled over like pain and I thought there was something internally wrong, it was just a food, certain foods that were bothering me. But, um, and then all of a sudden my brother bust out like the pizza Hut. Man, we don't eat we don't need healthy at all. <laughs> I Start realizing I'm like, wow, dude, it like, was, what are we doing to it ourselves? It was a fourth of July weekend. It was it was, a, it was a holiday weekend. That's not the normal case there. But then you know, like the burgers and hot dogs, rice and beans, all that stuff was there. And then you manage because all of a sudden it was like, all right, well, I still have white rice. I can't have. I love onions and garlic. I can't have onions and garlic. Not even onion and garlic powder. So it's like, oh man, so. Uh, or in a Spanish culture, one of our seasonings, Adobo, which is kind of like a like a chicken or a meat seasoning. Uh, that's when it originally, it's one of the original ones where it's, it's kind of a bunch of seasonings crushed up into one, put in a little tiny container. Um, they have other versions like Mrs. Dash and stuff like that. But um, I can't even have that stuff. So I'm like eating this bland meat. Uh, I'm just happy I can eat meat. Now mm. I'm appreciating food like on a mm. whole nother oh, level. Sure. So I had a burger with uh, cheddar cheese because I have cheddar cheese but I can't have American. So it's all this like little stuff that um, I guess you take for granted and then, um, which kind of brings me back to you, Manny, because then I know, and it reminded me of you because I know you have uh, mm-hmm. certain um, stomach issues and you could only eat certain things and drink certain things and I'm like, and I remember you telling me, it wasn't that I didn't care, it was just like I guess I didn't understand to yeah, this level until yeah, yeah. you're going through I'm like, right. man, this dude's this is, Bull crap, dude. Yeah. Holy smokes. You can't yeah. eat nothing. Yeah. But on the other end, I do feel better. Oh, you, you,
3: you, when, once you change your diet, um, you definitely do feel better. But what, what's, the, what is your battle? Is the battle just because you want it and you're just kind of fighting your own demons at this point? Like, you no, just yeah, want yeah, to eat it because it, 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 th- it tastes good. Like, oh, what are a, you battling? What, what is it? Is it the health the urge thing?
0: to eat? Yeah. The urge to eat like whatever you want. Like, you have to control. It's like a like a it's a mind game. It's like that donut looks amazing right now, and you know and what it tastes. And you know what it tastes like. You know it's it not like, like you've like, never had yeah, it. Before. It's like oh my gosh, they got the yeah. icing that yeah. I want, <laughs> you know, the chocolate <laughs> icing with like sprinkles, the and it, it's just staring at you. Sure. It's being able to overcome that weak thought, mm-hmm. and then if you start putting it like that, then all of a sudden, then you start beating yourself up if you do eat them, Like oh, dude, you're weak. You're a punk. You can't even handle that. You can't even have a donut in front of you. Then you got the, the, the example that you're setting for the people around you. Everyone's like, wait, he doesn't even pay attention. He doesn't care about his life. He doesn't care about his health. Mm-hmm. He's just killing his son. He's just sitting there. He, now, I don't think anybody here would actually care. They figured it uh, out. It's a holiday. He's probably just, he doesn't, you know, during the week, he's probably disciplined. But it was like one of those things. It, it makes you think about a lot of stuff. To me, that's a, it's, it's a mind battle, really. Right. It's not like a, it's not like a battle, like, um, you know, something ser- more serious, um, and thankfully, hopefully, if this continues, it might it might have been a uh, like preventative action right. to something more serious. Sure. Or whatever. Because
3: all that swelling and irritation turns into something bigger down the line. That was the the big thing the doctors told me. He's like, "Listen, you nip it in a butt now, or if not, you're going to be yeah. hurting down the line." So yeah, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Right. Short term sucks. Long term, yeah. yeah.
0: And also, I just think it's just the adjustment that is mm. you're. It's jumping again when you're jumped you're jumping out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. when you're used to just eating whatever you want Mm -hmm. and getting fat just because that was your decision that's one thing (laughs) but being able to uh control what you're eating because there's an actual reason behind it which is kind of funny because we should be probably eating healthy (laughs) not probably we should be taking care of our bodies anyway it's just then when something comes up then all of a sudden you start Wow, I do appreciate a lot of stuff that, um, or and then took for granted certain things or certain foods that I can't have, or if so I do have, I'm going to pay the price.
1: And it was something that would, for obviously multiple years, it was just normal. It was like normal to be yeah. able to eat those things. Like no. yeah. so, of course, it's like it's almost like not culture shock, but it's like that type of thing. It was like you, you've had it so long, and all of a sudden you can't have. It so it's just like yeah, it's like a it, like you said, it, it messes your mind. It's it
0: it messes, It's a. It's a. It almost feels like there's no freedom like there's a it's like a restriction yeah. so when mm-hmm. once you get that restriction that's what makes things hard it also has it comes back to discipline if you're a disciplined person or you can then it's like nothing like i know dudes like at work they have like a fun friday they call it every friday they have like put out like a this layout of desserts or whatever just to kick off the weekend i guess every every friday at 2 p.m um even when they have uh you know like just celebrations or whatever is free lunch free stuff well along the lunches are amazing you know chicken um, rice you know pasta you can eat healthy they have salads but then on the other table they have ice cream cakes cupcakes they have all this stuff and you have to you see all the people who are fit and thin eat their you know it's like chicken and rice and stuff and a salad and they come back and they're drinking water and they just go back to their you know job and they, dude honestly it's not even like a struggle at, to them it's just a natural thing at this right. point Then you see the people who, you know, it is what it is. It's not, you know, that conscious, I guess, of a healthier lifestyle, and they're just, you know, digging in, boom, boom, boom. Now you're looking. All those are called temptations, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I'm. This is all related to food, but this can go to any subject. Mm -hmm. You know Mm what I'm saying? I mean, people who are struggling with addictions and stuff like that, they can attest to this. It's not just food. It's just stuff that you get, you know, you take for granted or whatever. Um, and I guess, in a sense, I was abusing food, sure. <laughs> obviously, and my body, if I'm just annihilating stuff that's unknowingly, oh, this is going to hurt my stomach, and boom, I'm eating spaghetti and meatballs. You know what I mean?
3: So you knew you were going to pay for it, but you did it anyway?
0: Yeah, because it tastes good. Yeah. That's weak. Yeah, it is. But um, at the same time, it's also dumb, because you're making poor health choices, and mm-hmm. then I'm paying the price, and this is what I get. <laughs>
3: And that's true, though. I mean, you, yeah. you get what, it. What
0: else do you think was coming? Right. You, If you really think you have, right. you know, cheesesteaks and pizza and burgers, whatever you want, and eat candy and tasty cakes, and I, Lord knows I have a sweet tooth, and not pay for that? Yeah. No. Uh, they say you can't have, you know, have your cake and eat it too, however the saying goes. And it's true, man. When, wherever you're cutting corners at in one area, you're screwing yourself on something yeah. else.
3: What, what has been the biggest... Um, I guess adjustment because it kind of sounds like it's a blessing in disguise. I mean, the battle is the temptation the, the, to resist the temptation.
0: Um, um, I think there's a guilt as well. Um, I, f- I honestly feel guilty for my, like I feel bad for my wife because now she, everything, yeah. she's been, she wasn't abusing food. She, she we eat like a normal, I guess American would eat. The problem was maybe I was overeating or I was definitely eating stuff that but it doesn't bother her stomach. Right. But now she has to eat this gluten-free pasta that's, not the best. Right. And if anyone out there knows, like, the best gluten-free pasta, please email me. Cardboard. <laughs> Cardboard. <laughs> Yo, I'm not <laughs> going
4: yeah, no. out to eat with you. Yeah.
0: yeah oh, okay. And then here's the other thing. Then I'm at people's houses, and they're offering me uh, food, and they're so excited. because they just, Oh, we just bought... Like, I uh, went to my buddy's house, uh, Chris. He, him and his wife, Tara, just bought a house. So they go, and we're visiting them. So we're all happy for them, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, we just, we just ordered pizza, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, sitting there, and I can't eat that. And then they're like, well, what do you, what's going on? I'm like, no, I, I can't eat. It. I, like, and I feel like I feel bad because I didn't want to make them feel bad, but they still felt bad. And I was like, yeah. it's the guilt. And they're like, I just feel bad. And I'm like, geez, not only is it a mental thing for me, yeah. then it makes them feel bad. Right, it's like, dang, yeah.
4: you're here. You pull out a bullet your
0: Yeah. Well, no, they. I just told them not. So now I try to make it so it's, um, don't worry about it. It's just my, it's something i have to stick to, at least for now until I figure something else out or whatever. But. Right. Right now, it's it's making me feel better. So it's. Is a there gluten free pizza? Yeah. Yeah. It was the one that I ordered was absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> like a Ritz cracker with yeah, like sauce, sauce. and. Pack of it lunch. looked like it was like oh, something man. that the kids sell for fundraisers.
1: So they kind of just gave you the pizza box covered with p- sauce <laughs> and cheese. Yeah,
0: it was oh, super man. powdery. Goodness, dude. It's wow. gonna get better, though. No, it'll I think better. it'll get better. Plus, people, I just started out. This has been like three weeks, maybe four weeks now. So people also say, "He's like you'll find more and more stuff." And then grocery yeah. stores are now, you know, converting. They have aisles now just gluten yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a good variety out there. now. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's just that. But initially, same thing. Like you say, like with my mom, she's like, "Oh, guys, come over and I eat dinner." A bunch of stuff that I couldn't eat, and then she's staring. At me, and you know, you say that to a Spanish mom, like, "No, no, no you have to eat." Mm-hmm. So then she starts making something else, and like, yeah, yeah you just feel bad. I think that's a, one of the things I did feel bad for Kel and i feel bad and everyone else who has to like deal know, with, deal with it is like yeah. dude cuz it's
4: not yeah, their problem like, it's, it's, not it's not a my fair problem yeah just you is affecting everyone
2: like the other day when you, you came know. over to a house on on saturday i made burgers and i used garlic uh, garlic powder onion powder on the burgers and i put colby jack cheese on top of them and i knew that jim lee was coming so i was like all right i'm going to cook everybody's burgers so i waited for him to come i'm like here jim here's your burger Dry. Threw it on there. Nothing on there. I'm like it's a frisbee. Yeah, Jim. Really? That's just cheddar on there. That's it. Yeah. And it's like so. I knew what he was going through, so I you know got the burger, just a plain burger, and got it ready for him, and and completely forgot about the roll. He can't even have a regular hamburger roll. He yeah. he ate it like that. With just just a burger and
4: cheese which
0: is fine. Um, but again, that was an adjustment. When we went to the Phillies game, yeah, I, I had I brought my own cheese. I yeah. brought my own just whatever sourdough bread, bread.
4: Sourdough bread. Yeah, I packed his little happy meal.
0: Exactly, right. and <laughs> I, I was happy. But I try to, like, you know, I said to the cook on the side that don't put, you know, seasoning on these two burgers right. whatever. Don't, don't put nothing on this hot dog. Just put them to the side. If not, I'll cook afterwards or whatever. It's not a big deal if you're actually open about it. It's yeah. just now, I guess, now that you, the more and more people know, also, they're going to be conscious as well right. and ask, like, oh, what can yeah. you have? Well, now that's where we're at now, Yeah, which hopefully I can, we can get over that, too. Kind of teaching everybody their ins
3: and yeah. outs of it. I get better. Yeah. So what do you do? What do I do? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Uh, I, I pay for it the next morning. <laughs>
2: but like no. So So you you still got So ahead and eat. I, I still I still have issues.
3: <laughs> My issues pay for like so gyms from what I understand are more immediate. Uh, I can kind of weather the storm till the next morning and then that's when so like I don't go out for breakfast in in, in the morning. Okay. I don't feel good in the morning. So, like, going out in the morning and doing something like, you know, I know some time ago the, there was a walk, you know, that we were going to do. Let's be there by 7. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, oh, man, I don't want to do that. But I did it. I paid for it. My stomach hurt so bad. And it's one of those things where you're just, like, you know, hurting. For me, it's not necessarily kind of curled over. It's more like looking around, knowing my surroundings, you know, <laughs> that type of, of scared. And we all, we've all we all been there. But even last Two weeks ago or three weeks ago, my son had a game, and uh it was eight o'clock in the morning. I was up at five o'clock in the morning, prepping myself, going through my morning routine to be able to make it to an eight o'clock
2: game. Mm. So it's it's for when you wake up. Is when, when you wake stomach, up. there's no, from the night before.
3: It's from the night before. Like it has to kind of get this whole process to it. It's like a an hour to two hours before I can actually physically get up and do something. So if you tell me to come to your house seven o'clock in the morning for something and I get there, that means I was up at five, five or four okay. just right. to kinda of get going and to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm but this is I'm only straight. for the morning. This is like once Yeah, you, most of the time and it's just the weekends.
2: It's and once your days start at your um yeah I'm good. On the, on the I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
3: But yeah, the, so mine will be more in the I pay for it in the morning. So and then there's certain things I stay away from. You know, less less like pasta kinda hurts. Mm-hmm. But it's all these things that it's just like eh I've actually grown accustomed to the pain. Yeah. once you understand the pain it's too you can though. manage it yeah yeah there'll be times at dinner where I'll just be like looking straight ahead and my wife will be like are you okay uh huh and I'm just thinking and meanwhile my, my stomach is just either burning or just hurting everybody else is talking and I immediately feel guilty because my wife knows like are you alright and I'm like yeah I'm fine but I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not looking at anybody.
2: <laughs> not so, enjoying anything. No,
3: no, no, and I feel bad. You know, like Jim says, and you kind of get over it, and people just don't even think about it after a while. But yeah. when you know, when it's first fresh, it's it sucks for everybody else around and that's where you feel bad.
0: Yeah, it's a it's like a shock. It's yeah, a, it's a not a culture shock. What do you call that? I don't know, lifestyle yeah. uh, dramatic lifestyle yeah, change, big time. Yeah, that's the word. And, and I felt bags, and there's food in there that I would just you know, my wife spent hundreds of dollars on that I would annihilate Yeah. and just sitting there and going expiring and, you know, just it it's waste.
4: Good. Just call me over. I right. <laughs> <laughs> should have
0: thought of that. Actually, actually, to be honest with you, I thought we'd finish here, have people over and go through it, but it's just us two and a two year old. So it's, it's a lot harder than I thought. Yeah. You get
3: the, here's the thing when you think about it and you kind of, I never really feel sorry for me. everybody's got something. Yeah. mine's just stomach issue you talk to somebody else they got a back problem they can't move this or they can't do that they can't sleep this is something that you deal with but everybody's got something nobody's exactly. nobody's perfect exactly. you know so everybody's got an issue one way or another so i kind of that was my mindset too i kind of felt bad for everybody else it was like then you sit there and talk to him like well i got this issue and they're
0: like yeah everybody's got something yeah, yeah. well and then and the other the funny part is when I start talking about it, people are either, they have some similar yeah, or yeah, yeah. their parent or brother right, has yeah. they it. They know some And like, oh, did you try? And then now I'm getting like recipes and suggestions. <laughs> yeah. On, yeah. yeah p- awesome. Pizza places that do taste good. yeah. That's um, awesome. yeah so, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. It is weird. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a battle. Um, that's a very mild battle, obviously. But, uh, it's something that um, you can be vocal about. Actually, you have to be vocal about because then people will just half the time think you're rude for not you coming over to the house not yeah, eating. Exactly. Or the other thing is I eat before I go.
4: You walk places. into a house with a lunch box. Yeah, exactly. And they invite yeah, you for dinner.
0: Exactly. There's a little cheddar cheese in there. Um but there's people who are facing battles that, you know, they can't be vocal that vocal about. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's mm-hmm. I think that's a more serious um a more serious thing, more serious struggle um than mine. Obviously like I said, that's a way mild uh, thing that I'll, you know, work through get over and, and overcome it's just um uh, it was just my example of something that's current and obviously fresh in my mind because i'm just staring at like daisy cakes in my <laughs> cabinet <laughs>
1: yeah, cause, yeah cause, like you said like like obviously that's a more outward struggle i guess for the most part but like i mean like i know like i mentioned like a couple of times ago like like stuff like i don't talk about is, like you know like certain anxieties and like you know certain fears and certain things that i've just been dealt with like since i was younger and like i've actually like when i was like early 20s i went to counseling and stuff like that for certain things like i just don't talk about because i i i feel like when i talk about it it doesn't make sense so i feel like my point's not getting across so it doesn't make any difference to actually vocalize that stuff so you're like what's the point sort of and it's like it you know like fears are irrational anyway so like that type of stuff like trying to trying to explain that like it really doesn't make any sense so like like the point of you know fears and irrationality like it it just doesn't make sense Mm. and um like um i forgot what you said like like i was looking like you said the second half of the like stuff that you wish you people know like i don't want to tell anybody like that type yeah, of stuff yeah it's like i just don't want people to know that and like usually when if i do start talking about that i'm usually mostly like i guess for the most part i mean i'm the happy person going on yeah. but like it drags me i drag yeah, my bullshit down. down yeah and even like even the social stuff like i just kind of like bleed into the background type stuff because i need to like mentally kind of like get myself together in my mind like i don't want to like be in that moment so i need mm-hmm. to like kind of separate, separate myself so it's like it's I need to like just keep on going like, eventually, and like I will get back to the the right mind. But it's just stuff I just I. It like in my own mind, it doesn't make sense. So like, how is my me explaining somebody else gonna make any make, make any more sense than, than me trying to say it?
0: Yeah, well, I've known you for roughly ten years, and actually, it's been actually ten yeah. years. Yeah. June. Uh, so for ten years, and from ten years ago to now, like the growth has been uh you know through the charts oh because okay. i remember and we initially our initial conversation um not trying to be rude or anything but it was just so awkward i didn't know what was going on yeah. remember i told you oh, I, yeah. like, I didn't even Absolutely. know what you asked me to do I,
1: yeah it's yeah. weird <laughs> i'm like oh man what because it went from like ran- like random like because we just connected on like god uh, like obviously i didn't know you that long at that point we were talking about family life and music and stuff yeah. like that with random stuff and then yeah i brought up something random as hell but and then i was like oh all right but even, like, going through, like, even, like, that, just putting myself in that that environment, like, w- how I even met you, that's even, like, a huge thing that I even did for, like, for myself. Like, yeah, even though, like, yeah. you know, there, there. there was, you know, I was struggling with, like, success and certain things like that. And just, like, other stuff that goes along with that, like, for the fact that I even did that was, like, a huge thing in my own mind that I even, like, went forward with that and stayed there for, like, what we did for, like, a couple years or whatever. Yeah. And even, like, now, I was, like, still, I like, kind of go back and forth for certain other things. Like, even, like, don't. Like the podcast now is like that's a huge thing in my own mind that, like, yeah, that I wouldn't 10 years ago I would never even like, or I guess more than 10 years ago at this point, yeah, um, that I would never even like consider exactly that would not have been a second thought in my mind, yeah. I mean, but then it was it was interesting
0: because the more I got to, um, talk to you, I don't even know if it was, I guess it's also just understanding how you communicate it's not that there's something wrong it's not that there's something whatever in your mind like you're saying you the the fear was something that it was just because to me there's people who are confident as all and i don't understand what they're saying it has (laughs) nothing to do with being like they're not bashful at all they're not they have no anxiety like dude what are you talking about like i don't even know what you're saying (laughs) so it's just you
1: communicate yourself clear uh but i think also too in your mind it's a much bigger thing um because yeah, to me, my, my my to me like certain things my mind's just racing. So it's like even when I don't have like I'm trying to think about and trying to express myself, it doesn't sound like it's coming clear. It may sound different on yeah. the because even like listening to myself recording, like it sounds totally different than like what I thought I said when I was like yeah. so it's like there's outward like um expectations where for, for sort of what I think I'm doing as right. opposed to like what's actually coming across. Right. Fine, that's why I always like, that I always have issues with I feel like I don't communicate properly and stuff like that. So like but it's like also my mind reeling at the same time, so that makes any sense, but
0: yeah, but like I said, for for me, uh, being your friend for ten years, I there's a totally uh, w- when it comes to communication, it's also me understanding, um, you know how we, you know, because our bond changed, right? Like yeah. it grows, so then we understand each other better. You kind of sometimes you don't have to say anything, and I know what you're saying. You exactly. know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, you've you've came like leaps and bounds from that initial conversation to now. That look at you, you're talking on. A podcast, you know, in front of whatever it is, thousands of people, and to me, just doesn't look like it's a thought. To me, it's just you're doing you.
1: And I even made a comment, like literally in the past couple days, somebody like that, and they actually, which I thought was odd that somebody said I was kind of outgoing, which I didn't think I ever was. But oh man did you did you give a woohoo? I mean, did you cheer? It was through text, but I mean, so I couldn't. I mean, I wasn't like I was like (laughs) I I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's like I mean, I'm, I'm not outwardly like expressive like that anyway. But I mean, um. I just thought it was interesting. I was like, that's a huge step forward. Yeah. In terms of like what I of a perception of myself. Good for you.
0: That's awesome, man.
1: Um, yeah. And super
0: proud of the, you know, the progress. Cause like to me, that was a visual thing and, uh, you know, um, a friendship thing. Yeah. Seeing that growth. That was different. I know a lot of people don't get to experience that or some people only known you for a limited, you know, amount of time, but uh, making some crazy progress with that. And super exciting progress, actually, because now that we're doing a podcast, who knows what this can go into later on. Oh,
1: that's what's going to drive my anxiety worse, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might, be, might be video coming soon. Oh, okay. Hint,
0: hint. Yes. So, uh, does anyone else have a battle or... Not? Saying battle sounds nuts, because every time I see the word battle, I literally think of war, like yeah. old, yeah. you know, colonial times, <laughs> and like George Washington, someone playing a flute in front of him, and then cannons going coming off. Down
4: yeah well with me, it's um, explaining myself, like pretty much like what mm-hmm. Gabe has, I, I just I feel like I can never explain myself in the right way. Like I like exactly with Gabe, there's like I had the perfect picture in my mind, but when I say it, it doesn't come out that way. So mm-hmm. even if you would ask me for directions, I would be totally lost. I, I couldn't tell you from left to right,, yeah. and, but I can get you there. Yeah. <laughs> on it just it's just like the expressing, even with, with uh, dealing with people. Like expressing my feelings, sometimes I just hold back like I'd rather not because I feel like if I say it, I'm gonna say it the wrong way, they're gonna take it the wrong way. Yep. so I just hold back, I just sit so I really don't say much sometimes. but I feel like then when I go home, when I think about it, I'm like, damn well, I should have just said it I should have just bothers. Just- or yeah, it could be in any situation, like even at work if something that like, gets me like frustrated and I, I just don't say anything I just let it slide, then I go home I'm like, dude, I should have just said something because hmm. now next time they're gonna do the same thing, they're just gonna think I'm gonna let it slide like mm. I just I don't know that's what my thing is it's, yeah there's times it's,
1: like with that like I always constantly like I'll go like later on like I'll think about it I have like replay the conversation in my head and like what I would have said and yeah, type stuff. So I yeah. like
0: that's interesting too because your job is a very social job yeah and I, I even remember thinking like you know as like growing up like uh you being more quiet than me and heck heck was to me was the most vocal i was kind of in between then you're a little bit more reserved Mm. i am vocal not it wasn't it wasn't (laughs) even that it was a negative thing it was just no i just felt like you're just more reserved that was all i I, thought of it as
4: and i am a very very like observant person like i'll i observe everything that's going on i'm more of a visual than like uh, anything vocal yeah but um yeah actually working at the barbershop brought me out. I had no choice but to talk yeah. to people but yeah. to like ask how their weekend was or give my input on in things because they're asking me and stuff like that. Once it gets going, it's fine. It's just like the initial like part from me asking question or me demanding something or telling mm. something That's where it comes out where it's kind of difficult for me to say or do sometimes, yeah, yeah,
0: and doing the podcast now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, ironically, there's a bunch of stuff that I've learned by all the guys here that I had no idea <laughs> about and would have never known if we weren't doing this, Yeah, um, which is actually pretty cool. Man. It is. But, um, all right, so uh, with that being said, let's jump into our next segment, Dad Life. Uh, we all face our struggles, kind of the ones that we're talking about here. Um, but the question here is, how do you face them in front of your children? Uh, kind of like how much exposure do they get? Uh, into your your issue, um, I-,
2: uh, I got. I have four four girls, four daughters, and uh, my wife and I. We try not to. Our house isn't big, so we try not to talk about our you know not problems, but like struggles. I guess yeah, like struggle, like you know, like our I guess like the day to day stuff, yeah. day stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, we need to do this or we need to get that. We try not to do that in front of the kids because uh, I think the one time. My wife and I, we were talking about something and uh, Lainey caught on and she's like, so does that mean I'm not going to have a party, a birthday party? And my wife goes, um, no, that does not mean that. And she just kind of spoke to her and then my wife goes, uh, we definitely need to watch yeah, what yeah. we say in front of the kids because they're yes. picking up and For stuff like sure. that. But it's like, and you know, it's, it's, we try not to do it around them. Most of the times when we talk, it's at nighttime, like the kids are already asleep. I'm on the couch or we're in bed and just watching TV and Mm -hmm. going on and, you know, we just try to keep stuff between amongst ourselves. Mm. That way the kids don't get involved and the kids shouldn't ever have to have any worries. You know what I mean? Like, don't let the kids see any of that stuff. And I guess that's how we were raised. Like, growing up, I thought my parents had the happiest life and now it's like realizing that they struggled so much Mm -hmm. for us that in the back, like in the back end of it, we didn't know anything about it. We just thought we were just... Oh, we're going here over this weekend. Oh, we're going over there, and it was like they just made everything happen. Right, and that's and I guess that's how I see it. So me and my wife, we just try to do that as well with the kids. So I don't. Know, that's how we do we just try not to do it in front of them.
3: I don't. Same thing. We don't. I don't. I hide or we hide the struggle for me, and glorify the the uh, wins, the wins, the yeah. wins or the path to the wind kind of the journey to get there you glorify that in front of them you know show them here this is this is why we were able to yield this result this is why we haven't we're having a good time because of this the struggle like you said that in me personally kids should never know be kids man you're gonna have these yeah, these issues have no and worries struggles when you get older don't worry about it now just go and have fun but at the same time, trying to be you know trying to incorporate life lessons along the way is kind of that, that's, uh, that's a struggle. But when you get those opportunities to do so, um, I think you should absolutely take uh, advantage of it. So you know when you're showing them and you're kind of getting over an obstacle mm. in front of them, man, take advantage of it and really show them, because at that particular time, they're forming their own judgment of you right. like right then and there. They're already formulating opinions about you. Good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, you're always going to be their dad, and they'll probably love you unconditionally. But I mean, they're they're making their own decisions of of you know how they perceive you. So um, I really try to 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 be a big winner. When I win, I try to win big in front of them. And it sounds um, it sounds kind of stupid, but um, you know that's how that's how I kind of take it.
0: So so basically, it's you, you stop. You guys stop and sh- for the teaching teachable moments. Yeah. Um, kind of figuring it out first, though. So you kind of figure out the problem first, or you kind of along the way, you're like, all right, well, we can, the reason why, like, okay, so for a perfect example is, let's say you guys went on vacation. Mm-hmm. Is that like a time where you're like, the reason we go on vacation is because mommy and daddy work so hard. Is that like something, is that what you're talking about? Or you just yeah. mean like,
3: no, I mean, there there's, there, there are those instances where um, I, it, it comes for me, it, if, I don't know if it happens to anybody else, you get them one thing, like maybe it might be a toy or something. Uh, or let's just say you're at a, a theme park. Uh, we like we were at a theme park all day. We ate lunch. We ate dinner. Um, you know, we did the whole thing. We had a whole day, and uh, the fit that was thrown because we let's just say we weren't going to get ice cream.
0: Oh yeah, Oh, dude,
3: oh. Uh, it snapped. I was like, really? And I lost. I kind of lost my cookies. I said, here, this is why this happens. But but yeah, that to me, that's uh, those are the times when you kind of give those. But I mean the big struggles that ones that like kind of might shape what your kid thinks of you i stop but small struggles that you are able to overcome like you might be frustrated about doing this so during the home renovation projects the misery was written all over my face as you're going through i mean it sucks something serious um but at the end of the day like when he's in there you kind of just keep it moving okay try to stay positive try to you know, try to just put your best foot forward in those instances. So kind of subconsciously, he sees like, oh, he's miserable, but he's still doing it. Yeah. Type thing. So you know, you kind of pick and choose your battles. But those are you know, knee jerk reaction. Those were probably the two instances that I that that I would use as examples.
0: And I'm I'm assuming too, um, I mean, I have a two year old, but it comes with what you explain to your kids as um, yeah. it's, a, it's an age appropriate thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maturity yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Some kids are can handle yeah um or sense that's the the thing with kids now i feel like they sense stuff yeah sure that's that's way more than i sense stuff yeah (laughs) that's that's
4: what i was about to say eva's nine and she knows she knows what what goes on and obviously we we just went through a little family situation and she's nine so she understands a lot of things so i kind of sat down and broke it to her in in a kid appropriate way not without getting too much detail so that she can understand why we're doing this, just why enough. we are going, yeah, just, sit and then paint the positive picture after, because of this situation this is what we're doing, but this is the outcome that we're trying to have. So, like, and she gets it. I mm-hmm. mean, she doesn't really ask questions, and I know it If probably, like, later on, the really road, like, a couple months from now, I'll probably ask her if she has any questions or anything what's going through her head. Mm-hmm. But I don't wanna put a pre- like pressure on her either. Yeah, yeah. For her to like feel like she has to like ask questions if nothing pops up then just keep it moving. And she just sees and I just just display my what I tell her, like, this is what we're gonna do and just go with it. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully she like builds that trust in me and obviously she does and it'll it'll have that like relationship where when something does go wrong in her world yeah. she can come and tell me and not be afraid or hide things like that's the worst thing is to hide Which, things
3: does she, do you have to pull things out of her
4: uh yes sometimes
3: really yeah like do you know though can you sense like when she wants to ask you a question yeah
4: i can yeah she's very yeah you can sense it actually some sometimes she, you can't but for most part i can i can feel it out like yeah yeah
3: my cj's the complete opposite all right that i got a question he no matter what it is so well, he that's knows good all yeah. Times. yeah yeah I sometimes because sometimes I don't have an answer, so <laughs>
0: it's not all. not always good. Yeah, so I I guess like uh, when when we are explaining it to our kids, it's what like Goose was saying. It's maturity level. It's the the age appropriateness. Um, there's just at, at some level, uh, people call it sugarcoating. It doesn't matter. It's giving it a lighthearted version is not a negative thing. Yeah. If the kid, if there's no need to give a kid such a harsh reality, if they're if it's they can't do anything about it, especially. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, now, obviously, you now if someone passes away or something like that, like you have to kind of, even that still, you know, you could still say in a, you know, creative way. But I don't also don't like, you know, what, kind of what you were saying, keeping the kids totally out of, because it's mm-hmm. not a re, it's taking them out of reality too. Right. When right. you sugarcoat way too much mm-hmm. and protect them, overprotect them, yeah. and, and don't get that little, they have to get the bumps and the bruises. Yeah. Even yeah. though you hurt yeah. for them. Uh, I just feel like they have to have that to be actually emotionally in touch with real life. Yeah,
4: it's life, yep. And that way it'll prep them up for the real world. Huh.
0: Yeah, I mean, what in the world? We've seen... Everyone knows a person who's lived in a bubble. Sure. And it's yes. a disaster. It's yeah. literally a recipe for, you know, disaster. And at one point, people always say, you know, they point at the, you know, at the parents or whatever. Being a parent, you almost relate to some weird level because you do want to just protect your kids, but yeah. at the same time, there's certain things you gotta let go or let slide or yeah. let them actually experience. Um, because yeah, we, we when I went to temple, we've seen we've encountered um, you know certain people who are like Dude, you you are out of touch of what is real, yeah. like and yeah. we were experiencing life on a totally different level for 18 years because what I was walking around doing, you were like you know in complete paranoia. And dropped out of college um, because they were never exposed to certain things. And you're like, what in the? W-? And to me, I was just like, I was thrown off. It was like, what, where did you live for 18 years? Yeah. And it was under a rock, clearly. Um. So yeah, there's a there's pros and cons to that, and um, I think you have to like we're saying, explain things to you know to the certain level, to a certain degree, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um. So I, I actually kind of like that. All right, so let's jump right back um, into our fourth segment, which is a what would you do segment, and um, so this is kind of more of a serious tone, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, depending on, I guess, the person who's telling you this. So, what would you do or have done when a person tells you they are suffering from a possible life-threatening disease slash illness? Um, so let's just say it's a, a loved one. Obviously, if they're gonna tell you, and it's a face to face thing, um, this this gets real weird, real touchy with you know certain people, certain um, I don't know, just things on how communication. Let's just say, because I'm I'm t- I'm a person who's like there's certain things you shouldn't s- do over the phone or on a text message. Yeah, no, there's no, certain no, things like no. you should come in person. We face, should have a face to face conversation yeah. for. So that being you know said. If the person legit comes up to you and says, you know, like, what's your reaction? And sometimes people get sad. Sometimes people get, you know, they just jump on being supportive uh, because they've had experience in the past. But getting beyond the the emotion part, what do you tell someone who's who's facing something like that?
4: You just tell them, Depend on what it is, if you have come across that same situation in the past. Tell them your your experiences. Yeah, tell them your experiences about it, and just like explain it the best way you can, mm. with with ease. Try to, because they're obviously coming to you for a reason. Right.
2: I mean, cu- try to keep them comfort them. Talk about it, and and if you don't know nothing about it, like say if it's a disease or illness, mm. and you don't know nothing about it. Just say, look, we can look this up, or we can go about it together. To give them that comfort, so to you know, to show them not to be scared or afraid of anything. That you're not going to go through it alone. That somebody will be there with you on your side. You know, like.
3: Um. I, I and I think to piggyback what you, what you guys are saying, it's just to, for me is to be supportive. Not supportive sure. might be just. Financially, might just be a shoulder to cry on. It might be, Absolutely. it might be uh, for them. You know, that's all they needed. Yeah, you need to get pissed for them. Like they're just not mad no more. And and maybe you try to, uh, you know, lift them up with something, whatever it might be. Just try to be supportive and kind of get a feel for what they need or what they're feeling, uh, and then kind of pick them up that way.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's pretty clear. Uh, being, you know, a strong portion of their support system, mm-hmm. which. I don't know what somebody said is the reason why they went to you, um, being empathetic, uh, towards the situation. And I know one thing that I've, I've seen in front of me happen, um, which kind of drove me nuts was, um, and it wasn't, it wasn't to me. It was to someone else going through something was, I just thought it was insensitive. The person told them something. Um, and it wasn't about them personally it's about, you know, uh, a parent that was going through something, you know, an illness or whatever. And the, I guess it was trying to be supportive, but they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I went through that, blah, 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 with such and such, and kind of just shut the conversation down. Like, dude, this person's coming to you for, like, support, yeah, and you right. just became a know-it-all. down Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's like, no, it's not the same. No matter what, even if you're... Okay, so my father passed away from pancreatic cancer. If your father passed away from pancreatic cancer, I'm not going to go to you and say, like, oh, yeah, dude, I, yeah, I went through the same thing, and then just, like, stare just at you like down. I just <laughs> solved everything or something. Yeah. Like, it's just... Everyone ignorant. goes through it differently. Everyone yeah, experiences totally. it different. Everyone's so just being sensitive, and I think that's the best way to take kind of like tippy toe forward and take big steps back. Yeah. Kind of like I just want you to know that I'm here. I'm not, right. you know, I don't want to. I don't have like the world solution. I'm not God. I I'm not gonna figure everything out. But I have, you know, I have experience on certain things. If you wanna, you know, explore, we can explore this together. We can figure this out. Just letting them know that you're there is really all they want. They just want that arm around their shoulder kind of thing. Um, as as that's like that's healing
1: in itself. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, no matter how similar a situation is, it's always different for that person. Cause, totally. Because it's always yeah, everybody like like the point of this of this, this podcast like the, everybody's dealing with something different. So like they have their own mindset of how they're dealing with it. So yeah, you have to be as supportive to them as as much as you can because. You don't know what they're, 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 what's going through their mind at the moment.
0: Exactly. And, I, you know, exactly. You don't know what you're mm. about to say, how they're going to take it. Then right. All of a sudden, they could send them into the deep end. Yeah. Yeah. You don't uh, know how
2: strong their emotions are, too. Exactly. Like Very kind of delicate. About, yeah, it's a delicate situation, so you got to huh? definitely be careful. Huh? Let, no. me, let me... Go ahead, Mike. Go
4: ahead. No, I was going to say, and that goes with us. Like we, You just said we lost our, our father from cancer or whatever, but I'm pretty sure, heck, Jim can say things differently than what I would say. Each right. person has their own Spirit. They went through different things. Yeah, they have their own point of view on how they will deal with it. So, I mean, it's just all an in individual.
3: In in, in that, um, when your, your your mom told us, it was totally different because it had never happened to anybody in our family. I was pissed. My initial reaction was just pissed. I was angry. I walked around the house angry. When my dad came over I was like, yo, relax, and I was just mad. Once I got through mad, I became sad. And then I was like kind of hurt and frustrated, and then I finally became supportive. And then I just walked over to your mom, and she held me for like three minutes while I cried, and she says, it's okay. But that was it, I was initially pissed. Mm. Like mad at everybody, like why? Yeah. why him? And then it was, then I became yeah. sad and then frustrated. You and went through been, the emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you, the, the crazy thing, it was all in a matter of 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, sure. There was, at that point, there was like 15 people and it, everybody's looking around and it was like, the emotions were unbelievable. And it was just like, oh my God, it was just a shock for a lot of people. Um, but initially, like I, don't, like I couldn't even be supportive to her at that point. I had to go through like three different phases. You know, everybody did different. My dad walked around and smoked cigarettes for twenty minutes, and I was just like, "Yo, dad, you need to stop." He's like, "You need to go in there with your sister." So, like you said, it's just one big ball of emotion. Here, she's the rock out of the whole damn thing. She's the one. She's the one going through it, and she's the one of the guys. It's okay. We'll be all right. And we were, we were all freaking out, which was a, a weird set of circumstances.
0: Well, yeah, and I also think, at, you know, when you initially find something out like that, you have to let the emotions ride out. Yeah. And my mom prepared. You know what I'm saying? Uh, To kind of that whole thing. So you're comparing, I guess, your worst to basically her best, which a lot of people just do in life in general. Mm -hmm. She was already went through what you already had went through. And then all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, you said, you know, you kicked in, like, pop, you got to go back in or whatever. So she was already there. And to be the, to, to, for something else is you, somebody has to be strong. You know, and you yeah, have to yeah, start yeah, thinking. Yeah, I was exactly. like, dude, if everyone's just like rolling around down hills and yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, yeah. melting in front of each other, which there's nothing like <laughs> there's, no, it's there's gonna, nothing wrong. With it's that. initially going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Initially, that is going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I'm just saying, like, at some point, like Somebody's someone has to like you know pick themselves up enough, mm-hmm, enough, right. obviously because the situation is awful, but enough to you know coordinate things and and yeah. you know keep the flow of life in general um, yeah. going. I think sometimes. Some people don't, and it's a scary thing. You can slip into other, you know, areas of life you don't ever want to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that's the reason why we should be empathetic to other people. We should be more sensitive to each other. We should our kids f- pick up stuff that a, adult, a grown man or a grown woman can't even pick up on. Kids sense that you're sad. Right. Kids sense that you're whatever. Uh, well, I just think that we're so sometimes we could be so not cold hearted, but. we're we're so—I um, don't even know what the word is. Jaded. Yeah, we're so exactly. We're just so jaded, just with life in general, yeah. that we're 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 missing the cues. Yeah. So if we're kind of a little bit more sensitive, you don't know that conversation you had with somebody could li- yeah. quite literally have saved them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so,
3: human beings by nature are selfish, though, and it's hard yeah. not—you're consumed with your own life. So whatever somebody's going through, it's really hard um, unless you stop and really think about it to put yourself in that person's shoes. You know what I mean? They like, say, Oh yeah. Yeah. And just keep kind of keep it moving. Meanwhile, that person is like, you know, screaming out to you. Like, can I just talk to you? Yeah. And you have no idea.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. So that wraps up this episode of the rotated views. In this episode, we discussed that everyone is battling something, uh, life struggles. And during the battle, being sensitive to certain situations, having empathy and handling the struggle in front of our children. We're going to wrap this episode up with quotes from Pope Paul VI and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. So for the first quote uh, by Pope Paul VI, All life demands struggle. Those who have everything given to them become lazy, selfish, and insensitive to the real values of life. The very striving and hard work that we so consistently try to avoid is the major building block in the person we are today Boom. Straight fire. And the second quote is by Elizabeth Kubler Ross. The most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and have found their way out of those depths. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful one right there. That's uh pretty intense. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Rotated Views Podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios.